All healthcare professionals participating in this podcast are paid consultants of Johnson & Johnson Surgical Vision Incorporated. Product indications and safety information will be available at the end of the episode. Welcome to this episode of Fine Tune. My name is Rana Jaraha, and today I have Dr. Jason Jones, who specializes in IOL technology, cataract, and glaucoma surgery at Jones Eye Clinic in Sioux City, Iowa. Also joining us is Dr. Paul Harasimowicz, founder and medical director of the Bellevue Ophthalmology Clinics and the Montreal Glaucoma Institute. Welcome. Hello, Rana. It's great to be here. Wonderful. So today we will be discussing the latest intraocular lens by Johnson & Johnson Vision, the Technus Synergy IOL. What does this lens add to the Technus platform? What makes it different than the other Technus lenses? Dr. Jones, could you start? Absolutely. Uh, the Technus Synergy lens is a member of the Technus single piece acrylic platform. The material is one that we're all very comfortable with and has excellent chromatic aberration on its own. What this lens adds to the Technus platform and the IOL market in general is the synergistic combination of an extended depth of focus as well as multifocal technologies to deliver continuous high contrast vision from far through near, even in low light conditions. High resolution lathing process helps reduce the light scatter and halo intensity. Uh, this diffractive profile with range of vision from distance to intermediate to near alters the phases of light to give our patients a range of vision from distance to near from 33 centimeters approximately through distance. It's both familiar to surgeons as well as the latest and greatest offering from the Technus platform for patients in today's world. This is where people are busier than ever. They want their eyes fixed. Uh, for the right candidates, the Synergy lens steps us forward in terms of what we do for our patients. Hmm. Okay, so Dr. Harrisonovich, anything to add on this? Sure, yeah, I'd like to echo Jason on all those features. In Canada, we've actually been using the Technus Synergy IOL for almost a year. Um, I also think it's worth mentioning the achromatic technology that this lens has. It works to correct chromatic aberration by bringing both the high and low wavelengths to a condensed focal point. Uh, so it optimizes image contrast from distance to intermediate to near and has acceptable or favorable dysphotopsia profiles that can be introduced in large part by all the LED light exposure in our world today, as well as advanced eyewear optics. One of the most helpful features, in my opinion, is the violet light filtration, which will block out the shortest violet rays, which are known to produce the high levels of scatter. It also, however, transmits the longer beneficial blue wavelengths. Patients reported experiencing less frustration with their vision while driving at night with violet light filter IOLs versus without the violet light filter. Have you personally witnessed a reduction in dysphotopsias in your patients with this lens? I can imagine reducing those frustrations in your patient population would be a huge benefit to your practice. We tell every patient receiving any lens, even monofocal lenses, that certain dysphotopsias are possible, but I've been quite impressed. I also think that the pupil-independent nature of the lens makes a huge difference in overall satisfaction. Why does the pupil-independent design make such a drastic difference? Compared to some of the other types of platforms that we've used over the years, as Jason has mentioned, this is a big technological step forward. Techna Synergy IOL combines technology from both multifocal and Techna Symphony IOLs to deliver a con continuous high contrast vision across the viewing range. 
It's pupil independent nature means you're effectively getting more image contrast, even in low light conditions. For example, let's say you're a patient with this lens and you can read a menu in a dimly lit restaurant. You don't have the same level of blurriness and loss of acuity that otherwise happens with scotopic vision. Patients enjoy moments that matter most, more satisfaction with nighttime activities, such as seeing steps at night, reading signs at night, and reading menus in dim light. Dr. Jones, what do you think? This day-to-night vision maintenance is a big leap forward for my patients as well. They don't have to add extra light to engage the pupil as they might have needed to do with certain technologies in the past. So you've mentioned a lot of the things the Technosynergy IOL offers patients, particularly like the image contrast in low light, reduced halos, and range of vision from distance to intermediate to near. Is there anything else you would like to add? Dr. Jones, why don't we start with you first? Sure. Oh, yes. Um, These things are all amazing, uh, but it yields fantastic performance at near vision. My patients have experienced great enhanced reading performance at normal reading range, which is defined up to 33 centimeters compared to some previous platforms. Nearly every patient tells me they want to reduce spectacle wear. When I look at technologies to apply to my own patients, uh, the lens must be able to perform well in the reading range. The Technosynergy IOL really gives me a lot of confidence in terms of range of vision. I know my patients won't have some dead spot or some uneven areas of vision. It's a very natural feeling for patients in terms of how they perceive their vision at near, intermediate, and distance. I agree with you, Jason. This lens, uh, as compared to the Technus Symphony lens, allows you to say to the patients, you'll have excellent distance, image contrast, and intermediate vision uh, with this lens. And in addition, you should have no gaps between your near and intermediate vision as well. In the U.S., uh, we've had the monofocal Technus Toric II with modified haptics since 2019. I agree that the stability is incredible with this Technus platform because it doesn't dial out of position off the meridian. The torque capabilities of the Technus platform has really been a true asset in any of its iterations, but increasingly, we've had patients who really want and need this lens to keep up with modern demands. So you must deliver on torque correction as well. Errors in rotational alignment uh, decreases the degree of correction. For me, the confidence I have in my work uh, increased dramatically with this platform. Interesting. Meeting the demands is a huge challenge. So how are you managing and communicating patient expectations? Dr. Harrisimowicz? Well, first of all, patients who arrive for cataract surgery and express that they're highly motivated to reduce spectacle wear are the key patients that we look for. When we perform the ocular exam and get to tell them, yes, you're a great candidate, they're very excited. If on the other hand, you have a highly myopic, let's say minus seven patient who's reading 2020, they may be disappointed if you don't choose an IOL that would give them that near perfect vision that they're hoping for. I think the key is to make sure to do a thorough workup and ensure that they're in fact a great candidate, and then be prepared to either warn them of the risks or explain why this isn't the best solution for them. It's also important that patients understand that spectacle independence is not guaranteed. Mm, Yes. Dr. Jones, what does patient selection look like with this lens? Are there any patients you should avoid? Yes. uh, There are some of the same issues we would see with presbyopia IOLs that we are already more familiar with. Uh, My checklist is a good ocular surface, no anterior basement membrane dystrophy, which would end up affecting the central cornea, a smooth-looking topography, and a few aberrations. You also want good biometry on these patients because that will support your lens selection and the ability to effectively achieve your goal. 
I would avoid using this lens in patients with uncontrollable glaucoma, history of retinal detachment, previous trauma that has left the eye compromised, or any inflammation that might be chronic. For communication of appropriate expectations, patients still do need to understand that they may have some halo or glare issues, although the violet light filter does help in terms of reducing the perception of the halos. However, I would never promise a patient that they'll never see them because you run the risk of patients being disappointed. I believe this lens presents itself to patients, but I still would be cautious. I agree completely. We have to make sure that the patients have corneal stability, particularly if they've been wearing contact lenses. We have to make sure there are no epiretinal membranes, there's no retinal disease, and as Jason mentioned, no glaucoma. And when the patient is very motivated and selects this lens, the biometric results are extremely important. We usually target Plano because the near point is so near, it's actually one of the lenses which gives us the closest near vision. So it's important not to target myopia. In Canada, there's actually a big movement to do bilateral cataract surgery, same day. When I put in the Synergy lens, I still prefer to do one eye at a time and then decide what we'll choose as the IOL for the second eye. Uh, when you say you target Plano, Paul, what do you target in any minds at all? I think that with this lens, it's very important to have precise measurements and a good standard deviation on biometry. And as you mentioned, Jason, some of our patients actually have three biometries before we proceed. We really treat the ocular surface and we'll usually choose the IOL, which is Plano or even the first plus, which is quite different than you would do with other types of IOLs. In terms of the biometry, when using a modern biometer like an IOL Master 700 or a LensStar, what kind of formulas do you like to use to improve your power selections? We'll usually do it in two steps. First, first of all, we have both biometers, which you mentioned, and we'll usually compare the Barrett formula to the hill Abulafia formula as well. I find that the Hill formula tends to be a little more Plano, and sometimes Barrett can give you slightly minus results. And with this lens, you really don't want to be minus because already the near point is so good. I lean heavily on the Barrett and also the Hill RBF. And I do biometry with both Linstar and the IOL Master 700. I really like having two different biometries at one sitting. I always repeat them as well. So I'm a stickler about ocular surface disease. The first set of measurements will be something that's almost a screening, meeting the patient with those measurements and understanding what their goals are. For premium lenses, I want to get the best improvement in their tear film, and then I'll have them come back for repeat measurements. I also noticed that when we were doing the FDA study, uh, we didn't really know or understand exactly how we wanted to target these lenses. Uh, when we were trying to be close to Plano, and there are some patients who don't know what to expect. I had one patient I can recall that had a slightly myopic outcome. She wasn't extremely upset. After all, she had received a fantastic lens as a part of the study, but she actually felt better about wearing glasses for that small correction when she was doing distance things. Even though her vision was 20-20, it taught me that these patients do not need or want to be minus at all. You are much better off being on the plus side. Dr. Harrisonovich, do you have anything else to add on the topic of biometry? Yes, I would just like to add that in my experience with the Synergy lens, I found that it's actually quite complementary to other IOLs in the other eye. So as with any type of presbyopia correcting IOL, whatever gives you better near vision, there's always a sacrifice in terms of the amount of contrast, 
uh, and or quality of the distance vision. What you would see with the technosynergy at distance in one eye may not be the same as in the other eye. For instance, if you put in a monofocal, a technus eye hands, or even a technus symphony lens. That's why if I've done my two or three biometry measurements and I see that one eye is a little more variable or has a little more astigmatism, or some biometries ending up a little minus, then I would go something that is a little more forgiving, like the symphony lens. If the eye is always plano or slightly plus on your two or three biometries, then I would place the technus synergy lens. So it doesn't necessarily go with the dominance of the eye, but in my practice thus far, those are the happiest patients. The two of you have very similar approaches for these patients when selecting the eye well power. I think paying attention to those subtle issues can really lead you towards better outcomes for your patients. But before we close, is there anything we haven't covered that you think would be useful to our listeners, Dr. Jones? Uh, well, I'd like to say that this lens does really well in relatively healthy eyes with motivated patients. But if you have other issues, it would probably be best to go with some other sort of lens. Uh, there's some truly incredible options within the Technus platform family that give a fantastic outcome for all patients. Uh, but for those patients who want their cake and eat it too, Synergy delivers this well. Dr. Harasimowicz, do you have anything to add? I think also that it's very exciting to have this lens available to our patients that are motivated as well as their surgeons. We'll leave it on that very positive note. Thank you, Dr. Jones and Dr. Harasimowicz for being here today. And thank you to our listeners. Be sure to tune in for the next episode of Fine Tune. Indications and important safety information for Technus iHands and Technus iHands Toric 2 IOLs with Technus Simplicity Delivery System, prescription only. Indications for use. The Technus Simplicity Delivery System is used to fold and assist in inserting the Technus iHands IOL for the visual correction of aphakia in adult patients in whom a cataracturous lens has been removed by extracapsular cataract extraction. The lens is intended to be placed in the capsular bag. The Technus Simplicity Delivery System is used to fold and assist in inserting the Technus iHands Toric 2 IOLs for the visual correction of aphakia and pre-existing corneal astigmatism of one diopter or greater in adult patients with or without presbyopia in whom a cataracturous lens has been removed by phacoemulsification and who desire reduction in residual refractive cylinder. The lens is intended to be placed in the capsular bag. Contraindications. There are no known conditions under which the Technus iHands and Technus iHands Toric 2 IOLs should not be used. Risks. There are risks to routine cataract surgery. This is irrelevant to the lens you choose. The problems could be minor, temporary, or affect your vision permanently. Complications are rare. These may include worsening of your vision, bleeding, or infection. Similar to other monofocal IOLs, patients implanted with the Technus Eyehance or Technus Eyehance Toric 2 IOLs may require glasses for some tasks. Discuss all risks and benefits with your eye doctor prior to surgery. Warnings. Pre-existing diseases or conditions may place you at a higher risk of experiencing complications. For example, more difficult recovery after routine cataract surgery. Examples of pre-existing diseases or conditions include, but are not limited to, ocular inflammation, surgical difficulties at the time of cataract extraction, suspected eye infection, congenital bilateral cataract, history of predisposition to retinal detachment, patients with only one good eye with potentially good vision, medically uncontrollable glaucoma, diabetes, heart disease, and previous trauma to your good eye with potentially good vision, medically uncontrollable glaucoma, diabetes, heart disease, and previous trauma to your eye. The Technus Eyehance Toric 2 IOL corrects astigmatism when it is placed correctly in the eye. There is a chance that the Technus Eyehance Toric 2 IOL could be placed incorrectly or can move within the eye, resulting in visual distortions. 
a second surgery may be needed to properly position the lens. These lenses have not been evaluated for use in children. Precautions. The effects of the Technus Ihance and Technus Ihance Toric 2 IOL optical design on quality of vision, contrast sensitivity, and subjective visual disturbances, glare, halo, etc., have not been evaluated clinically. If your eye is not healthy, including glaucoma, your vision may not be good even after your cataract is removed. In this case, you may not get the full benefit of the Technus Ihance and Technus Ihance Toric 2 IOLs. Before surgery, your eye doctor will check if you have any eye diseases that may influence your IOL selection. In rare instances, the Technus Ihance and Technus Ihance Toric 2 IOLs may make some types of retinal treatment, for example, retinal tear repair, more difficult. Take all prescribed medicines and apply eye drops as instructed to avoid inflammation and infection. Your eye doctor may tell you if you should avoid certain activities after surgery. Side effects. Side effects of cataract surgery with the Technus family of one-piece IOLs may include swelling, thickening of an area of the retina, and or the need for a second surgery to reposition the lens, repair the retina, or remove the new lens. Attention. Reference the directions for use for a complete listing of indications and important safety information. Indications and important safety information for Technus Synergy IOL with Technus Simplicity Delivery System, model DFR00V and Technus Synergy Torque 2 IOL with Technus Simplicity Delivery System, models DFW150, DFW225, DFW300, DFW375. Prescription only. Indications. The Technus Simplicity Delivery System is used to fold and assist in inserting the Technus Synergy IOL, which is indicated for primary implantation for the visual correction of aphakia in adult patients with less than one diopter of pre-existing corneal astigmatism in whom a cataracturous lens has been removed. The Technus Simplicity Delivery System is used to fold and assist in inserting the Technus Synergy 2 IOLs that are indicated for primary implantation for the visual correction of aphakia and for reduction of refractive astigmatism in adult patients with greater than or equal to one diopter of pre operative corneal astigmatism in whom a cataracturous lens has been removed. Compared to an aspheric monofocal lens, the Technus Synergy IOLs mitigate the effects of presbyopia by providing improved visual acuity at intermediate and near distances to reduce eyeglass wear while maintaining comparable distance visual acuity. The lens is intended for capsular bag placement only. Warnings. Intraocular lenses may exacerbate an existing condition, may interfere with diagnosis or treatment of a condition, or may pose an unreasonable risk to the eyesight of patients. Patients should have well-defined visual needs and be informed of possible visual effects, such as a perception of halo, starburst, or a glare around lights, which may be expected in nighttime or poor visibility conditions. Patients may perceive these visual effects as bothersome, which, on rare occasions, may be significant enough for the patient to request removal of the IOL. The physician should carefully weigh the potential risks and benefits for each patient. Patients with a predictive postoperative residual astigmatism greater than 1.0 diopter with or without a toric lens may not fully benefit in terms of reducing spectacle wear. Rotation of the Technus Synergy toric 2 IOL from its intended axis can reduce its astigmatic correction. Misalignment greater than 30 degrees may increase postoperative refractive cylinder. If necessary, lens repositioning should occur as early as possible prior to lens encapsulation. The lens and delivery system should be discarded if the lens has been folded within the cartridge for more than 10 minutes. Not doing so may result in the lens being stuck in the cartridge. Do not attempt to disassemble, modify, or alter the delivery system or any of its components as this can significantly affect the function and or structural integrity of the design.
Precautions. Interpret results with caution when using autorefractors or wavefront aberrometers that utilize infrared light or when performing a duochrome test. Confirmation of refraction with maximum plus manifest refraction technique is strongly recommended. The ability to perform some eye treatments, for example, retinal photocoagulation, may be affected by the IOL optical design. The surgeon should target emetropia as this lens is designed for optimum visual performance when emetropia is achieved. The technus energy IOL should not be placed in the ciliary sulcus. Carefully remove all viscoelastic and do not overinflate the capsular bag at the end of the case. Residual viscoelastic and or overinflation of the capsular bag may allow the lens to rotate, causing misalignment of the Technus Energy Torque to IOL. All preoperative surgical parameters are important when choosing a Technus Energy Torque to IOL for implantation, including preoperative keratometric cylinder, magnitude and axis, incision location, the surgeon's estimated surgically induced astigmatism, SIA, and biometry. Variability in any of the preoperative measurements can influence patient outcomes and the effectiveness of treating eyes with lower amounts of preoperative corneal astigmatism. The effectiveness of technus synergy toric to IOLs in reducing postoperative residual astigmatism in patients with preoperative corneal astigmatism less than 1.0 diopter has not been demonstrated. Patients with a predicted postoperative astigmatism greater than 1.0 diopter may not be suitable candidates for implantation with the technus synergy and technus synergy toric to IOLs, as they may not obtain the benefits of reduced spectacle wear or improved intermediate and near vision seen in patients with lower predicted postoperative astigmatism. Attention, reference the directions for use for a complete listing of indications and important safety information. Indications and important safety information for Technus Symphony and Technus Symphony Toric Extended Range of Vision IOLs. Prescription only. Indications. The Technus Symphony Extended Range of Vision IOL model ZXR00 is indicated for primary implantation for the visual correction of aphakia in adult patients with less than one diopter of pre-existing corneal astigmatism in whom a cataracturous lens has been removed. The Technus Symphony Toric Extended Range of Vision IOLs model ZXT150, ZXT225, ZXT300, and ZXT375 are indicated for primary implantation for the visual correction of aphakia and for reduction of residual of refractive astigmatism in adult patients with greater than or equal to one diopter of preoperative corneal astigmatism in whom a cataracturous lens has been removed. These models of IOLs, ZXR00, ZXT150, ZXT225, ZXT300, and ZXT375 mitigate the effects of presbyopia by providing an extended depth of focus. Compared to an aspheric monofocal IOL, these models of IOLs provide improved intermediate and near visual acuity while maintaining comparable distance visual acuity. These models of IOLs are intended for capsular bag placement only. Warnings. Patients with any of the conditions described in the directions for use may not be suitable candidates for an intraocular lens because the lens may exacerbate an existing condition, may interfere with diagnosis or treatment of a condition, or may pose an unreasonable risk to the patient's eyesight. Lenses should not be placed in the ciliary sulcus. Many cause a reduction in contrast sensitivity under certain conditions compared to an aspheric monofocal IOL. Fully inform the patient of this risk before implanting the lens. Special consideration should be made in patients with macular disease, amblyopia, corneal irregularities, or other ocular disease. Inform patients to exercise special caution when driving at night or in poor visibility conditions. Some visual effects may be expected due to the lens design, including a perception of halos, glare, or starbursts around lights under nighttime conditions. These will be bothersome or very bothersome in some people, particularly in low illumination conditions, and on rare occasions may be significant enough that the patient may request removal of the IOL. Rotation of the Technus Symphony Toric IOLs away from their intended axis can reduce their astigmatic correction and misalignment greater than 30 degrees may increase postoperative refractive cylinder. If necessary, lens repositioning should occur as early as possible prior to lens encapsulation. 
Precautions. Interpret results with caution when refracting using autorefractors or wavefront aberrometers that utilize infrared light, or when performing a duochrome test. Confirmation of refraction with maximum plus manifest refraction technique is recommended. The ability to perform some eye treatments, for example retinal photocoagulation, may be affected by the optical design. Target emetropia for optimum visual performance. Care should be taken to achieve IOL centration, as lens decentration may result in a patient experiencing visual disturbances under certain lighting conditions. For the Technosymphony Toric IOL, variability in any preoperative surgical parameters, for example keratometric cylinder, incision location, surgeons estimated surgically induced astigmatism and biometry, can influence patient outcomes. Carefully remove all viscoelastic and do not overinflate the capsular bag at the end of the case to prevent lens rotation. Serious adverse events. The most frequently reported serious adverse events that occurred during the clinical trial of the Technosymphony lens were cystoid macular edema, 2i, 0.7%, and surgical reintervention, treatment injections for cystoid macular edema and endophthalmitis, 2i, 0.7%. No lens-related adverse events occurred during the trial. Attention, reference the directions for use for a complete listing of indications and important safety information. Physicians considering use of the Technus Toric II IOL should refer to the directions of use labeling for a complete listing of indications and safety information. The Technus Toric II one-piece posterior chamber lens is indicated for the visual correction of aphakia and pre-existing corneal stigmatism of one diopter or greater in adult patients with or without presbyopia in whom a cataracterous lens has been removed by aphacoemulsification and who desire improved uncorrected distance vision, reduction in residual refractive cylinder, and increased spectral independence for distance vision. The device is intended to be placed in the capsular bag. Important safety information. The most frequently reported cumulative adverse event that occurred during the Technus Toric one-piece IOL clinical trial was surgical reintervention, which occurred at a rate of 3.4%, lens repositioning procedures, and retinal repair procedures. Rotation of these IOLs away from its intended axis can reduce its astigmatic correction. Misalignment greater than 30 degrees may increase postoperative refractive cylinder. Variability in any of the preoperative measurements can influence patient outcomes. Physicians should weigh the potential risk-benefit ratio for circumstances described in the directions for use that could increase complications or impact patient outcomes. Federal law restricts this device to sale, distribution, and use by or on the order of a physician. About Technus Toric II IOLs, physicians considering use of the Technus Toric II IOLs should refer to the directions for use labeling for a complete list of indications and safety information. The Technus Toric II one-piece posterior chamber lens is indicated for the visual correction of aphakia and pre-existing corneal astigmatism of one diopter or greater in adult patients with or without presbyopia in whom a cataracterous lens has been removed by phacoemulsification and who desire improved uncorrected distance vision, reduction in residual refractive cylinder, and increased spectacle independence for distance vision. Vision. The device is intended to be placed in the capsular bag. Important safety information. The most frequently reported cumulative adverse event that occurred during the Technus Toric one-piece IOL clinical trial was surgical reintervention, which occurred at a rate of 3.4% lens repositioning procedures and retinal repair procedures. Rotation of these IOLs away from its intended axis can reduce its astigmatic correction. Misalignment greater than 30 degrees may increase postoperative refractive cylinder. Variability in any of the preoperative measurements can influence patient outcomes. Physicians should weigh the potential risk-benefit ratio for circumstances described in the directions for use that could increase complications or impact patient outcomes. Federal law restricts this device to sale, distribution, and use by or on the order of a physician.